When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Provocative discussion, intelligence analysis, and fearless comment. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Thank you very much indeed for watching. Thousands and thousands more of you every day are choosing to watch the show. Most of our interviews are on uh, video as well as on audio. So where we are, I think, uh, as I would explain to my father in his late 70s, a multimedia uh, platform now. Uh, no, no, he still wouldn't understand what that was. But um, uh, we, ha- we did, of course, uh, have the uh, rather strange situation of, uh, of YouTube uh, taking our, our site and indeed banning us from their site, claiming that uh, we had breached their guidelines, which of course we had not. We are Ofcom regulated here. We're a national broadcaster. Uh, we are professional journalists. We know what we're doing and we know what we're saying. And uh, we haven't done any of the things we have been accused uh, in some other parts of the media of doing. I have to say, though, um, the support we have had from you lovely, lovely people has been extraordinary. It really has. And and, and there was one particular message that I did uh, get uh, last night, which uh, I, I was, I have to say, I was really, really uh, very, very, very uh, touched by uh, in, in terms of just uh, how, just how warm the feeling is. And this is from Daniel Kremen. He sent a message saying, glad to see Talk Radio back on YouTube, but the latter has a lot of explaining to do. So proud that so many on my timeline came out to bat for freedom of speech and yes, democracy. He says, uh, uh, Mike Graham, Julia H.B. and Dan wouldn't have had our backs throughout the pandemic. Today, we had theirs. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Uh, 6.36 is the time. Uh, let's talk to my guest who's joining me all this morning. Uh, Tom Slater, who's deputy editor of Spiked Online. Good morning to you. Morning, Julia. And very much appreciate your your uh, helpful words yesterday uh, talking about uh, well the basic censorship. And we, we're not going to dwell on this because, frankly, COVID is rather more important. Lockdowns are rather more important than, uh, our, you know, uh, our, our woes. But um, but you, but you were very concerned about the decision of YouTube to uh, to ban our page, weren't you? Yeah, I thought this was one of the worst cases of big tech censorship we've seen yet. Not only because, as you say, Talk Radio has not done any of the things that people were alleging it might have done to fall foul of. YouTube's COVID guidelines, but also because this is basically a Silicon Valley company, a huge corporate entity, deciding that a British regulated broadcaster should be punished and, you know, deprived a way that it reaches a large part of its audience just because it disagreed, presumably, with your editorial decisions. And that's that's really, really alarming. That's crossing a line in, in my head. And yeah. I think, as you say... Th- there are so many more important things to talk about, but at a time when so many of our other liberties are restricted, to yep. cut 
clamp down on freedom of speech in this way, I think, is even more unforgivable. Well, I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? We're not allowed to go outside and protest. We're not allowed to even go and go outside if we haven't got a very good reason to go outside. We're not allowed to, uh, to, to see our loved ones. Children aren't allowed to go to school unless they're children of key workers. Uh, people aren't allowed to go to their workplace unless they need to be there. Um, uh, there is some talk, I understand, that there's, uh, that there's moves afoot to cancel the May local elections as they did last year, which I, frankly, at that point... I think at that point, guys, we are we are going to have to stand up. I'm sorry, but if democracy is cancelled for a second time, I could almost understand it in May. I, I kind of get that, but but you know the idea it could happen a second time. Um, freedom of speech matters. The ability to debate. I was interested. Michael Gove yesterday he was on the show. Mm. He was very keen to talk about you know the, the you know, censorship is never right. And 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 I and I asked him, you know, are you happy for people to you know to, to debate, to criticise, to question government policy? And he was he was absolutely fine with it. I mean. Not that I'm asking his permission, but but it is a really important part of doing a democracy. We only we only learn new things. We only find out when there are problems or when things need to be changed or when things can be made better um, by asking and debating and, and 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 questioning. I completely agree, and I think we need to make the point that free speech and democracy are not just for the good times. It's yeah. not just for when you're in a situation where everything's nice and rosy. If anything, if we're in a situation like we are now, where the government is doing unprecedented things. We're being asked to give up all these liberties um, for, again, uh, lockdown, the goalposts of which seem to move every hour. Then the importance of being able to challenge that is, again, more crucial than ever. And I think we just can't let our usual democratic processes be stopped as well as, you say, debate hemmed in, in the to the end of making sure that we get on top of this virus you can do both and I think it's important that whatever side you stand in this debate the whole point is that we can discuss this openly together this cannot be a top-down thing absolutely well let's talk about what's going to be discussed today Uh, as a vote in parliament today uh, I expect there will be some Tory rebels I fear not as many as last time actually they're called the lockdown sceptics I would just say that the people the people who who want lockdowns are are freedom sceptics personally um, or sanity sceptics but um, they're going to be debating the measures which were announced by the government on Monday and and have already come into force at midnight last night and now Parliament's going to debate them. Um, I do find this about turn on democracy quite difficult mm. to deal with. It's awful. I mean, this is one thing that doesn't get talked about enough is that the government has basically been ruling by decree since last spring, more or less. There's been some gaps in between. You know, more recently you had the Tory rebels fight to maintain some level of scrutiny, votes on big pieces of um, lockdown legislation as well as as you say sometimes the chance is just to talk about them a bit after the fact but basically the vast majority of the laws and restrictions we've been suffering under have just been signed into law off of Matt Hancock's pen basically and this is this is an unprecedented situation we need to push back because again it doesn't matter if you agree with lockdown that's fine you should recognize the importance of our democratically elected representatives being able to debate and, and vote on this because otherwise it does start to resemble a tyranny there's no and, way and, 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 and especially after leaving the European Union the reason I voted for Brexit good god I've banged on enough, enough about this for the last best part of five years the reason I voted for Brexit was because I wanted to have accountable politicians I want to know that I'm in charge along with the rest of the people in this country of whether or not there's a removal van in Downing Street the day after the uh, uh, election uh, vote and, and if we don't have any say we don't get to have any say in anything that happens because the MPs don't get a say until 
after it after the effect. Um, that that's no longer democracy. The thing is, I can understand that during the, the height of the pandemic in the spring, when we look at the stats now. Now, yesterday we had the press conference. We had you know the big guns out. It was Boris Johnson, it was Chris Whitty and Patrick Vance, and they threw out a whole load of new graphs showing how desperately awful and terrible everything is. Um, one in fifty ONS have now said the Office for National Statistics estimate again estimate that one in 50 of us now has COVID or has done uh, since um, between between Christmas uh, and uh, and the new year. That's 1.1 million people, one in 30 in London. And we're told now they think that 60% of those are that new variant, the one that's more transmissible. Although, again, they have, they're not they haven't presented any evidence yet that that new, they, they, they say it's more transmissible uh, and the report's suggesting that, but they haven't suggested it's more deadly. And, and of course, that is the key thing. But what's interesting is this ONS data is not backed up by what the Zoe app is saying. The Zoe app, which is the King's College app uh, run by um, uh, Tim Spector, that has showed, again, only 1% of us, not one point, not, not 2%. Now, that's a big difference. That's a very big difference. Uh, and, um, and also that app is showing cases that are new in London falling since the end of December, not going up. And even the government's own data yesterday at their press conference, one of the graphs they showed with this terrifying new variant, 70% more transmissible on, on the rampage, we're told. But the, 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 it showed that the percentage testing positive in the community in London, the government's own graph they presented at their own press conference, showed that the new variant has been going down since Christmas. I mean, again- it, it does it. I mean, going up in other parts of the country... But but this is London is supposed to be where it's it's hitting hardest. But their own their own data says it's not. And this is why it's so important that we do challenge the narrative because we've seen time and time again points in which the government tries to fearmonger about the situation. Now, of course, it's worth saying that the, the picture out there is very bleak and it is as bleak as it has been since the um, epidemic first hit Britain. But at the same time, I think it's really important that we recognise that we've got to challenge this on a, on a political level as well. We've got to say that whilst people, I'm sure, out there are willing to say that they have to make adjustments to their lives, that this, again, shouldn't be something which is enforced upon them yeah. via authoritarian measures coming with very hefty fines. This is something which I think is very important to challenge as well, is that you can appeal to people to change their behaviour in order and they to do. make sure that we get on top of this. Pe- and they do. We that. saw that they, the yes. first time around. Absolutely. Because, again, that's one thing people don't talk about. The, the country led us into lockdown in a sense. People were already starting to lock down themselves before the actual the measures came in. Appeal to people on that basis. Don't frighten but, them and threaten them, which seems to have been the process. Just so don't far. you get the impression, and we've seen this with, I'm sorry, with the likes of the Kay Burleys and Beth Rigby's on Sky demanding more and more lockdowns, with the various MPs who've been caught out over the months, um, uh, with um, you know certain very well-known TV presenters who, who were also on holiday in Antigua at the same time I was on holiday. Um, I, however, though, saying everyone should be free to go and do things. I had a PCR test, tested negative, um, you know, did so legally, all of that. You know, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm, I'm just saying that I don't think there should be those restrictions on our life, but I act within the law. But um, but all the people who are saying this, they, the people seem to me who are pushing the most for these rules don't seem to think that they should apply to them. And that that that's what confuses me. Is it that they're just lying and it's all just made up and they're just doing it for effect and, I don't know, viewing figures or whatever? I, I mean, I don't, or their bosses are telling them to say it. I have no idea. Or is it that they think that the laws and the rules are a good thing? But only for the other people, you know, the stupid people, not like me, because I'm clever enough to make sensible choices about my health and the health of my family and friends. But stupid people, you know, voters, people who they were stupid enough to vote for Brexit. Those people, those people can't be trusted. I, I really feel that that's what the message is, that actually there is a whole mm. tranche of people in the British media and in British politics who, who's, who are absolutely convinced that we're all too darn stupid 
to do sensible things to keep ourselves and our loved ones safe. That's exactly what it is. There's no other way to see it at this point. As you say, because the hypocrisy of some of these people who shout the loudest about lockdown and then a court breaking it left, right and centre. But one of the things that also has struck me throughout this is that these are the people who go around calling people who go to the beach COVID. <laughs> you remember yeah. that back from the spring, you know, shouting at anyone, it seemed, who was you know sat in a park on their own with 20 feet of clear space around them. If you looked into coronavirus for five minutes, you'd know that wasn't a problem. But again, they're the ones going around claiming everyone else are idiots in this situation. So there's a hypocrisy there. But I think as so often throughout this pandemic, the people who claim to know the most about this and shout the loudest haven't really got a clue, to be honest. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.